Alamo Remedy CBD. All right, there's a lot of CBD companies out there. You probably see one every block, but there is a company that is for Texans by Texans and right here built in Texas. Alamo Remedy has one mission, your wellness shouldn't break the bank and that's why they price all of their products at just $17.99 so everybody can afford them and you get the best quality CBD products. You've heard me talk about their gummies, their lotion, capsules, and tincture but they are also now part of the hemp flower game. So what's the hemp flower? It's CBD but you can smoke it. So if you like a more traditional CBD product or you want to smoke the CBD you can definitely do it with the new hemp flower. You can get two for $17.99 each, or if you buy one, it's $19.99. You will also save 10% off with promo code UNICORN. Support Alamo Remedy. They are, again, a Texas company, and they are giving you the best products that everyone can enjoy. AlamoRemedy.com. AlamoRemedy.com. Use promo code UNICORN to get 10% off on all products, plus free shipping over $49. Support them. Give them some love. Follow them on Instagram. You can find them, Alamo Remedy CBD, AlamoRemedy.com. They now have hemp flour. Go get it. Hey everyone, welcome to the Real Show podcast. This is a simulcast with David Nuno. We talked about everything happening in sports and life. I hope you enjoy this episode. Here we go. Hey everybody, David Nuno, Raheel Ramzanali here. Why don't I do an intro? There's no know. reason to do an intro. Like I think I think it's fine though because it's on Facebook. Like people know, like they click, they see the. It's not like oh, this is you know Ivan Drago. They know what they're clicking on. Yeah, but still, it's nice to hear. Like, oh wait, are, are we sure it's Nuno and Raheel? Like, I'm not sure. I I just need to hear David say it one more time, and then I know. Right? The same thing on TV. Why do we Why do we intro ourselves when there's lower third saying our names? Well, I I think part of the reason on TV is sometimes you stumble upon a show. You're not stumbling upon a Facebook live stream, right? You're going to touch it. You're going to, oh, hey, I want to see what these guys are talking about. The Astros, let's hit them with the baseball. Okay, I'll give you that. You 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 do see it in the timeline, but again, your name is there and the audio is not on. So, okay, intro rescinded. Happy? There you go. We took there it There we out. go. No more intro. This is just two guys talking. If you want to be a part of the show and you don't have anything negative to say, we welcome you. If you have something negative to say, I will try not to look at it. I think okay. that's how we're going to roll, okay? That's how. That's the way to do it, honestly. I, I just – look, I got a lot I want to talk to you. We might or might not have a guest. We'll talk about that later. But I have a lot I want to talk to you about because – and they, people are saying they can't hear, by the way. I don't know if that's any particular reason. Everett, maybe you need to raise your volume. I don't know. If anybody else is having that problem, uh, let us know. We'll fix it. But, Raheel, I got a problem with major people in the media, like names, people – that we know are upset and they want the Astros to be in trouble. They want mm -hmm. the Astros to get hit by a baseball. They think that Joe Kelly is like this awesome guy. And I'm talking about people who are like Rachel Nichols is upset. Um, Jason Lackham for a happy that the Astros getting hit. 
uh, Grant Wall, I think that's his last name, the soccer guy who I love a lot. Uh, he he thinks the Astros are just terrible. Like, look, I understand that we have the NWO here in, in sports, but the vitriol and hate towards a team, it's it's like it's just out of proportion for what what has happened. Yeah, it's look, they cheated. They admitted as such. The commissioner's report found them to be guilty of cheating. And that that's it. Like, uh, yes, they're guilty. But now the physical harm, because I guess baseball's the only sport where it's encouraged to throw a projectile at somebody because they upset you. It's like the biggest whiny thing ever, right? Like if somebody hits a home run off of you and they just take a, a nice stroll to the bag or through the bags and you get upset about that, you're allowed to physically harm them. Uh, with the cheating scandal, I think there's more to it than just the cheating. I think the big issue is the way Jeff Luneau and his staff rubbed people. And they rubbed them in an arrogant sense. They, you know, people did not like them. Baseball writers did not like them. Uh, and then the uh, Tobman incident after the Astros beat the Yankees and got to the World Series, that started a lot no of doubt. the blowback as well. And and deservedly so, by the way. Like they All should get deservedly this. so. Mm-hmm. All deservedly so. Where I have a problem is people who are in the media who know how to read. I think if you're on television, you know how to read a teleprompter. I think if you write for a newspaper or a website, you know how to write and read. I think so. People were upset that the Astros weren't um, what's the word that they use? That they got less punishment than uh, Joe Kelly. Are you not smart? They made a deal. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. Be mad at Manfred for making the deal. But guess what? You never know about this if they don't make the deal. Yeah. Here's the other the thing. Astros played ball while other teams didn't play ball. The the other thing about that is in the report, uh, Rob Manfred put that the warning that he gave every team said that if you do continue to break the rules with the sign stealing, the manager and the general manager will be the ones dealt the punishment, not the players. So it was already in writing. Like the immunity stuff, I'm sure, helped out, right, uh, for baseball getting the facts. But he himself, Manfred said it. He goes, I'm not going to suspend players. So, hey, managers, this is on you. General managers, this is on you. Make sure your teams don't cheat. So, like, what else do you want them to do, right? Like, the Astros apologize, you move on, but yet people still want a projectile thrown at people's heads. But but hold on. This is the part I don't understand. If you benefited from cheating, Mm -hmm. you can't get mad about cheating if you didn't say anything, right? Mm -hmm. So, Joe Kelly pitched on the Red Sox, who cheated when they won the 2018 World Series? Maybe not to the degree, because apparently there's degrees of cheating. You can do it like this. You just can't do it like that. Okay, fine, whatever. So Joe Kelly wins a World Series in 2018. Mm-hmm. Benefits from a team that cheated. Mookie Betts, also on the Dodgers, part of that team that cheated. And Joe Kelly takes it upon himself to be the guy. Look, if your brother robs a house... You probably shouldn't be the one advocating for not robbing houses unless you're upset with your brother. You have to be upset with your own house before you can get mad at somebody else's house. Yeah, that I agree with you on that. And it's so funny to see the Dodgers fans go like, yeah, Joe Kelly's one of us now. Mookie Betts is one of us now when they lost to the Red Sox as well. And again, the Red Sox cheated twice. 
this is two years in a row, and baseball was like, nah, we're good. Look, because they didn't do it this way and whatnot, I think it's worse that if you are a repeat offender, then the Astros won season of cheating. So what? Yeah, like, it's just yeah. They did it, wrong. Yes, it's all messed up. No, I, I mean you can look. You could be disappointed that they did something wrong, and still understand. Well, it is what it is. They're not taking yeah. the 2017 World Series away, right? They're just not going to take it away. Um, and yes, you can talk about it being the biggest scandal in sports. There's a reason that baseball is not taking away their 2017 World Series. Why do you think that reason is? Because it would. Because other teams are doing it. Exactly. There was now. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know if the John Boys of the world and all these other guys who post these conspiracy videos. I, I don't know what's true, what's not true. I, and I'm not. And look, we have growing up in Houston some Astros colored goggles. Even though we're journalists, I think you can we we openly root for the Astros, right? So we 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 take their side more than we would. I never wanted somebody to take Tom Brady out for cheating. Never. Okay. I wanted Bill Belichick hurt for cheating. I, I don't like it. I don't even think it takes away from their championship. Okay. They did it a couple of times. Were people advocating for them to get their head, heads knocked off? Maybe they were, and, and we're in the middle of the storm, and I just don't see it. But like, oh, the Astros, they didn't get punished. They need to get a baseball to the head. Yes, it didn't hit Bregman. Okay. Oh, is that what we're saying now? Because it missed? Like it was. Bro, come on. There's a reason he got suspended eight games. They told him, don't do this, bro. Yeah, because and then it opens up Pandora's box, right? Because there's retaliations um, that will come from the Astros. Uh, you're going to see that team again. So then there's gonna it's going to happen again, and it just won't stop. So Rob Manfred actually did something smart here, and he said, all right, let's shut all this down. If you want to lose a pitcher in a shortened season, go ahead. Throw at the Astros. Throw at them. Go ahead. But you're going to lose them. For eight games, which is equivalent to 22 games in a normal season. So he sent a message, and now we'll see if other teams are going to do this. I don't think they will because, again, you just lose a guy that might be important to you for too long. Now, well, the uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but do we think it's the same eight games if Joe Kelly handled it a little bit more classy? Like the face, come on, bro. Whoever, and I've, I've done a lot of bros. The most bros I've done on a digital broadcast, I think maybe in my life. But that face he made and the the slurs that we heard towards Correa and, you know, like, do you think any of that, the, the, the classiness, and, and not that you have to be classy. People talk trash. People curse. I know that. But do you think that played a part in this at all? Or is it all because we warned you, don't throw at the Astros, and you threw at them twice? I think it was all about, it was all about the action, not the faces. Um, the other thing that we're not talking about enough is the Michael Brantley thing where Michael right. Brantley's trying to run out uh, to first and Joe Kelly puts his foot in front of the bag, which is an unwritten rule. Like, don't do that. You know, it could hurt him. That could that could have been a four week injury if he sprains his ankle. Right. So I, I think that had to do a little bit as well. But to me, it was a three zero count. You're throwing behind the guy. You're obviously trying to send a message. And baseball just said, cut it out. We're not going to have that. But Joe Kelly did do one thing really important for Major League Baseball. He got the first big storyline started. And people are now, they're interested in this. Like there was buzz. He was trending. Major League Baseball was trending. The Astros' shame was trending. So that was a big thing for baseball. Because up until then, were we was anybody talking about baseball other than the restart? 
let, let me get in. You know, I told you I wasn't going to look at the comments. Yeah. I'm looking at the freaking comments. <laughs> Eli, if I could send you a link to join the show, I would. Eli, this is, should I read his comments out loud? Do you want to show it? How do you want me to do this? I'll just okay, read with, Yeah, read it. Read. I'll just read it. Eli Francis. Hello, Eli. Thanks for joining us. Good, good fan of the show. Stop trying to justify the Astros cheating. Stop it. All right, Eli. Here's how we're going to play. I, I see your picture on the screen. <laughs> I'm not justifying the Astros cheating. They shouldn't have cheated. There was a punishment paid. If you agree or disagree with the punishment, it's like a parent. If my kid gets in trouble at school and I say no PlayStation for the week and that's what they get, that's what they get. Okay? I don't justify their cheating. The only, justifi only justification I get is that I do believe because of other reports in national media that other teams were doing the exact same thing. I will give you this. They took it to another extent. Okay, I can deal with that. Okay. They were but smarter. they were punished. Okay? They were punished. I'm sorry you didn't like the punishment. Okay? Like, OJ didn't get enough punishment when we know what happened, right? Or we think. I shouldn't say we know. But we, okay? So, like, and then later they got him. Okay? So, the Astros made a deal, and with that deal, no player punishment. It cost them a World Series manager, who I actually love. I love AJ. Jeff Luno. Oh, Eli says, good thing nobody asked me. No, no, actually, people asked me, Eli. They did, and you commented on our show. So I appreciate the uh, the back and forth. But um, the Astros, and I like Jeff Luno. Now, knowing more things about him and the things that have come out, obviously not happy. Those guys had to go, right? But the Astros did get punishment. It just – it's never enough for the fan of the other team. And it's probably too much for your team, right? We're, we're looking at the Red Sox. Oh, that wasn't enough. Red Sox are like, man, they really got us. You know, it, it just depends what glasses you're wearing. Here's another comment I want to bring up. Dalton says, why is it okay to throw at Ronald Acuna but not the Astros? It's not okay. I, no. I, I think throwing at people in baseball is one of the dumbest things in sports. Like, we should just get rid of it. Baseball, right. it, it's... It's such a sacred sport that you're not allowed to have fun. You're not allowed to trash talk. You have to respect the sport. And if you do anything wrong, I'm going to throw a big fit and throw a baseball at you as hard as I can on the either on the ribs or uh, or on your leg. Like, come on, get over it, baseball. Stop being so, so whiny. By the way, Eli and I are now friends again. So I appreciate that. Thanks, Eli. Uh, the second thing is like, I don't know about you. And look, I played baseball, not at a high level. Okay. I mean, kind of major leagues in a way, but it was at five years old, <laughs> but um, I, I didn't play it enough to really grasp the world, the culture that you're in when you're throwing at someone. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I don't believe in throwing at someone, but whatever. I'm not in that world. Just like in soccer, there's some unwritten rules, football, there's some unwritten rules, right? I get all that. But throw it one time. Okay, so who was the first one they threw at? It was Correa, right? If I remember the uh, exchange correctly, it was Correa, then Bregman. Am I right with about Joe, that? With, no, it was uh, Bregman first. And Bregman then, first, okay. And, and then, like, I, I don't think he was throwing at Correa, by the way. I, I really think his control on that was horrible. Um, I, awesome. I don't think, yeah. Like, it was just bad control. The And it doesn't make sense. Like, the count that Correa had... Um, it didn't make sense to throw at him in the situation. It did make sense to throw at Bregman because it was a 3-0 count. Either, more than likely, you're you're going to lose that at bat as a pitcher. So either Bregman's going to get a hit off of you 
or you're going to put him on base with a walk. So you might as well send a message. Yeah, I'm okay with I look, I'm okay with a message here and there. I think it's also we expected something, we got something. There was I don't know about you, man, but I have on the basketball court, I'll use basketball for an example. I have fouled the you know what out of someone, mm-hmm. right? Sending a message. I've also been classy in my bad at somebody sometimes when it gets out of hand. I know they don't do that in pro sports, like there's no my bad typically, but I think that that sometimes my bad is okay. Yeah. Follow me. Okay, my other last thing with the Houston Astros and everything that happened with the Dodgers series, I think Astros fans need to also decide, are they going to be the bad guys or are we going to complain about every single thing that's ever written about the Houston Astros in different markets? Because the Astros fans lost their minds when Bill Plaschke wrote a scathing column about the Astros and Joe Kelly and bringing up the trash cans. Guys, that's part of it now. People are going to make jokes at your expense and your team's expense. That's part of it. There's no there's no fixing that anymore. We can't complain about it. Either be the bad guy or start or just be like, "Oh, you know, I'm the victim here." You got to pick one side. You can't do both. But I th- I think we're we're if I'm speaking for all of Houston at the moment. Yes, you are. We're okay. Okay, for thank you guys for voting me in. Um <laughs> I think people are okay with being the bad guys and people are okay with people talking trash about the Astros being cheaters. I think that part is acceptable. I think where Houston fans have a problem, and guys, you can correct me in the comments if I'm wrong, smash the like button. Uh, isn't that what people say on YouTube? Yeah, you smash, smash it. You Follow smash us on buttons. YouTube. <laughs> Twitter. Smash. Um, I think where the problem is is that we want Boston to be in that little fraternity of ours, right? And we kind of want the Yankees, where there's no proof yet, per se, to be in that fraternity. I think if there were other fan bases that had to share some of the blame, it's like nobody talks about the Red Sox. Like, nah, I mean, Boston cheated, but it's all good. Yeah, it's Boston. Yeah, come on, it's the Red Sox. Sweet Caroline. You can't hate on Boston anymore. No, come on, guys. They cheated. And it's funny, that their team actually, like, when you took away the cheating... Guess what happened the following year? They weren't that good. And they also went from a team that was eliminated by the the Astros to winning the World Series. Hmm, I wonder how. And like record record stats for some of their players. And hey, can I ask yeah, this so, question? Sure. How is it possible that the team that cheated so bad at home, guys, they cheated really bad at home, did better on the road? I am baffled. Maybe because they're freaking good. Yes, I think maybe. that's it. Yeah, I think they're, they're really good. Yeah, maybe that and could be a part of it too. Shouldn't have cheated. Okay, there's no maybe. They shouldn't have. Hey, what did you think of Dusty Baker yesterday admitting that he's like, I don't. They didn't bunt, so we didn't bunt. Um, for those of you that missed it, the Astros went to extra innings with the Dodgers in the Hated second game. game. Yeah, it took forever, and this was the first time we, as Houston fans. Got a chance to see the new extra inning rule with Major League Baseball where they start a runner on second. It's the last out from the previous inning. Gets to start on second. It's a very softball rule, which right. I, I didn't like it, by the way. Like, actually seeing it, it didn't help the game much. But the Astros, in the bottom of their innings, like, they have a guy on second, and they never decided to just bunt the guy over to get him, in, uh, to get him on third, and then you just need a single to get it going, and you win the game. And Dude, Dusty Miles Straw, yeah, I was like, what? twice had an opportunity, right? Yeah. First, first of all, I only like the rule 
when it was helping the Astros. Sorry, that's the truth. Like, oh, the, Astros, the Dodgers in a row. But, like, every time the Dodgers went up the bat, I was like, man, this rule is not – oh, thank you, Lisa. I'll consider that later. Mm. Um, this rule is not cool. All right, that was the only time. Uh, yeah, they should have bought it. Absolutely. Uh, I don't I – don't, but I think Dusty's still learning his team. Like, people forget, like, they've got, what, five weeks together for reals? Like, real mm. baseball? I don't know, six weeks perhaps? Um, and should they have won it? Absolutely. Especially a game where you couldn't get runs. And, and, and by the way, George Springer, one of my favorite human beings in the world in, in okay. Sports wise, right? Real you're, you're there too. Yeah. Um, please don't try to swing for a grand slam every time you swing. Sometimes it's okay to just make contact. He, he just looks, he, he does not look right. You know, like the energy doesn't seem to be there. That that George it factor just doesn't seem to be there. I don't know if he's overthinking it because of the slow start. He's done this uh, before, though. Yeah. He's had these stretches. He'll be fine. Like uh, I know he'll I be think, fine, I, but it just doesn't look right. Like before, you get, he's just so in his head right now. Yeah. And, you know, like I'm missing that George where he's just so happy to play and excited. And that doesn't seem to be the case as of right now. I have to ask you something. We're going to talk Rockets here in a second. And then if you guys have any comments that you want us to jump on, we can. I have been your friend for 13 years, Raheel. Okay? I was thinking about this. We started uh, our radio days together August 20th of 2007. We're almost at 13 years. Mm-hmm. You've been posting about Spicy Boy for months. I have never asked you, what in the world is Spicy Boy? Everybody <laughs> on social media, and like I feel like I've been your friend for so long, I can't ask you. So I just like like them or I'll retweet them. What is Spicy Boy? Okay. Spicy Boy is just this random thing that I created at uh, at the radio station I used to be at. And okay. what happened was there was a story we were talking about. And it, it, I think it was regarding hot sauce. And my uh, producer and co-host at the time, Del Olale, he said, you know, he brought it up and I and I told him and I said, you know, I would definitely go with the spiciest level because I'm a spicy boy. Like it was just one like a throwaway line. Gotcha. And Dell Dell was like, hey, you should put that in your like that should be your title. That should be the way we intro you. It was just a random thing. And listeners enjoyed it. It was just so dumb that people are like, okay, I guess we can run with this. And then uh, I just started making some merchandise. So I'm seeing it in the comments. People are definitely about the spice. So have you ever had like a, a friendship with somebody that's so long, but you don't know something, mm-hmm. but you, it's like, some, has this ever happened to you? Somebody's name you don't know, <laughs> but you have weeks yes. and months of conversations. You're like, man, I hope this guy never asked me his name because I, I have no clue. I have a neighbor that I'm uh, that way with, um, you know, like there's been, there's been a lot of things that have happened in the last four months. A lot of lives have been lost and it's been a hard time for a lot of people. And um, there's been a lot of negative, right? But some of the positive things to come out of this, uh, a lot of families are spending a lot more time. Um, neighbors, like to me, yeah. uh, one of the positive things to come out of this, and trust me, guys, when I say this, I, a lot of people don't know me. I've gone through a lot of negative in the last four months, okay, uh, four months. But one of the positives has been to like meet my neighbors, hang out with them almost every night. We've become good friends and you learn about them and all this great stuff. But we have this one neighbor that it like 
I see him all the time. He's a great guy. I've played I've played like catch with him. Uh, I know his kids. And I always ask him his name and I always forget. And you know me, I'm horrible with names. Right. So like it, now it's to the point where I've asked him three times and I keep forgetting and I can't ask him his name. So for the rest of the time that we have together, until one of us moves or we don't talk anymore, I will just go, hey, man. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, dude. I'm not going to ask him his name again. It's too late now. So I've got some moves that I can show our listeners. There's there's several moves you can do. Yeah. Hey, man, what's your Facebook account? Okay, <laughs> great move. I don't want to add him. I don't want him to add me on Facebook okay. either. <laughs> you see, you have that move. Uh, the other move is type in your phone number here. Save yourself as a contact, hoping, obviously, sanitizer mm. in these days, hoping that they, they, they put their name there. I know for a fact, Raheel, that there was a guy in the media that for years called you Raheem, and you were too nice to correct him so that yes. all of us in the media around you that knew your real name called you Raheem around him. Yes. He still thinks I'm Raheem. That, that guy still thinks my name is Raheem, but it's Raheel, as you can all see on the screen. I think I'm going to do the phone number trick with him. I'll, I'll just get his number, or I'll tell him to text me, and hopefully he puts his name. That's a good move. I'm telling yeah. you, the Facebook move, I don't like adding people on Facebook, but I think the Facebook move is the good move because then their profile pops up every once in a while. You're like, oh, that's his name. It becomes mm. a session. Oh, Pablo, there he is. You know, like... And then you, you you memorize it. But this is a fake sports show, so let's move on into some sports because uh, Eli wants to know our favorite restaurant in downtown. He's very, very active participant. Bro, I'm married with four kids. I don't think I've eaten in downtown since no. 2004. Fact. I haven't either. The downtown, I, I can I say the restaurant name? I don't know what the rules are. Am I allowed to say a restaurant name? Who are you employed by? <laughs> the people. Okay, you can say it. I, my, okay, I'll just tell you this. My favorite pregame meal in downtown before a Rockets game, concert, whatever it is, and this is like most everyone, it is China Garden. Absolutely. I love China Garden. So I, 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 that's it. That, it's not an endorsement or anything. I'm just telling you the answer to your question, Eli. Dude, I tell my children. So the, my children go to downtown when we go to a Dynamo, Rockets game, whatever. It's always, are we going to China Garden? All right, we yep. can't do an advertisement, but that's that's the facts. Yeah. Uh, Rockets start tomorrow, man. Are you kind of worried about this team? Excited? What are you thinking? I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped because now we're going to get James Harden, who's going to be fully rested, right? One of the big knocks on James is towards the end of the playoffs. And he puts up really good numbers in the playoffs. I I, I will give him that. But towards the end of a playoff run, he does run out of some steam. Heck, the Rockets said it as much after the Spurs series uh, a few years back. They just said, look, he ran out of gas, right? Like he right. plays every night. One of the great things about James Harden is he plays every night. He will put up the minutes. He never takes nights off. He doesn't do load management. So to now have a James Harden that is rested up four months and you've got eight games to get your seating and then the playoffs, we might see the freshest James Harden ever in a Rockets uniform. So I'm excited about that. I am not excited about where they could finish in the seedings because right. I, I understand you're going to play the Lakers or the Clippers in the second round. I understand. Like, that's going to happen, right? Being the one or two seed, uh, the Lakers and Clippers. But the Rockets could have a really hard first round as well, depending on where they break. And there's a possibility, depending on what happens in this Dallas game tomorrow, if Dallas makes a big run, they could jump the Rockets and the Rockets could finish in seven or eight. 
and thus playing the Lakers or Clippers in the first round. And you don't want that, right? You want, I understand that it's, it's going to be a fresh matchup, right? And there's going to be no injuries on both sides, hopefully, depending on what happens in the eight seeding games. But right. you want to see a good team later on because you're betting on the fact that they're going to have some injuries, like Kevin Durant going down for the Warriors. How did that work out for the Raptors, right? It could have worked out for the Rockets, but they didn't take advantage of it. So um, I want to see a good team a little bit later. I don't want to see him in the first round, and the Rockets could fall to the seven or eight seed. So I think you are who you are, regardless of rest or not rest, right? I think the, the, mm-hmm. we know who this Rockets team is. If they're hitting their shots and they move the ball, they're, they're they can beat anybody in the league. Uh, but I, I've gotten I, I'm done with the what ifs when it comes to this team. If if they were, uh, and I don't mean that as a shot to you. I'm just saying when it comes to the Rockets, I'm just going on history. They lose in the playoffs to the Spurs when the Spurs are missing their best players. Um, last year, the Warriors are missing players and the Rockets are healthy. And they, the, the one year Chris Paul is hurt and the Rockets should have beat them, but they did like, look, you are who you are. I agree with you. 100% arrested James Harden and a rested Russell Westbrook should be a very good thing through a long playoff series where I caution that is LeBron is also rested. Kawhi is also rested. The rest of the league is rested, right? And that, hey, Alex, thanks. Um, I, I agree um, that we have not seen a fresh James Harden at the end of a playoff run, and that has been part of the problem. I also think the, the style that the Rockets play opened them up for issues at the end of a playoff series because the way you play in the playoffs is different, regardless of what people say, than how you play in the regular season. Yeah, the Rockets have made their bed now. They, they've gone small ball. There's no more changing lineups. There's no changing who you are. They're going to be a, a heavy three-point shooting team. And if they go cold, that's it, right? They go 0 for 27 in a stretch in a game seven. That's it. It doesn't matter who's out there. That That is your series. So it's going to be interesting to watch how other teams react to the small ball because it worked for a stretch there. But yeah. before the pandemic shut down the NBA – the Rockets weren't on, they weren't playing good basketball. It it wasn't good. And now Eric Gordon being hurt for potentially two weeks. We'll see if he comes back a little bit sooner. He should be ready for the playoffs. That's going to be another thing to watch out for because this whole thing is predicated on having guys and Mike D'Antoni for the first time as a Rocket coach using his entire bench and not cutting the bench to seven players or eight players. You've got to go deep because you're going to be playing a certain style that is predicated on having a lot of fast guys and a lot of bodies there ready to go. Um, so we'll see what happens. But, I, man, I'm so excited. I'm just excited for the NBA. It's my favorite league. It's my favorite sport basketball is. So I'm pumped. Like, I'm going to watch both the games today starting at 5 o'clock. Pelicans are playing, so I want to watch Zion if he plays. Uh, and then you got Lakers Clippers tonight. So I'm, I'm with it. I can't wait. Yeah, I look, I'm excited about it. I think it's been great that we've had some baseball in the last couple of nights, something to watch. I kind of forgot about going to bed with baseball on. <laughs> that yeah. game would never end last night. Um, and, and I'm excited about the Rockets starting tomorrow. Uh, you know, when, when it comes to what the Rockets can or can't do, it, it really comes down to can James Harden get off? And it's and Russell and Russell now. Oh, and, and, yeah. and it's absolutely Russell. Uh, there's a part of me that's rooting for an Oklahoma City versus Houston uh, playoff series at some point. Uh, there's a part of me that doesn't want to mm-hmm. see it because of all all the narratives that are going to be written for the loser of that series, whoever it may be, right? Um, but th- that being said, like I've told you this, I think on several occasions on this show, I think Mike D'Antoni is an underappreciated, undervalued head coach because 
what he is able to do, and if I made this point too many times to you, Raheel, I apologize, but he turns all-star players into legends. Yeah. Everywhere, or middle-tier players into fringe all-star players. And I'm going to give you the examples because there's a lot of them. What did he do with Steve Nash? I worked with Steve, and I say that like a, a name drop, but I worked with Steve uh, when I worked for the Dallas Mavericks. And Steve was a fringe all-star player with the Mavericks. He was 30 years old when he left for Phoenix, the second stint with Phoenix. He went to an MVP status playing in that system. Okay? Back to back. Yeah. Back to back. And and the Suns could have won a championship if, if a couple things go the other way, right? Uh, he goes to New York. What happens there with Jeremy Lin? Jeremy Lin has a, like a 50-point game. Like a, he, he goes on this six-week stretch that was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I will also say James Harden was on his on the verge of an MVP, and I think he could have won that MVP. But it was not the same legendary James Harden performance we have seen for these last four years since Mike D'Antoni joined the team. I think Mike gives you he, – he is a Hall of Fame caliber coach that is missing a championship from really solidifying his name. And maybe that style doesn't win, but it does win because the, the Warriors did it with a very deep team. Well, the thing with D'Antoni, uh, the knocks on him for me has been his playoff management for the Rockets, right? Like – you you don't play certain guys. You have an obvious issue sometimes getting rebounds, and you just don't trust Montrez Harrell to get in and help you out. So you end up losing. Um, you know, even last year, you're like, man, this is it. Kevin Durant's hurt, and you have the Warriors, and the defense never picked up, right? Because you, as a coach, he's not a defensive coach. You have to have Jeff Bezdelic, who is no longer with the Rockets, to be your defensive guy. They never adjust. And that's frustrating at times, right? So we'll see what happens. And I agree with you on D'Antoni. He takes guys to the next level because the system is so good at that. It's so good. There's more There's more pace. There's more touch. Um, yeah, I agree with all of that. But to me, you got to get it done. You got to get it done in the playoffs. Uh, because, up, like, great, you've accomplished everything else. But now let's go accomplish the ultimate goal. Because that's what we're doing this for, is to win a title. Hey, in the last couple of minutes that we have, um, I think the MLS has shown a system that works. I think the NBA, there was a report out that was nobody with COVID, whatever it's been, like they, they their system works. Baseball, TBD, uh, obviously what happened this week with the, the Phillies and the Marlins and the Yankees, all that, uh, there, there are some serious questions. You hear about, uh, yesterday I called you about the University of Texas that it looks like their president tweeted out that they're probably going to have 25% capacity at their games. Uh are they going to have a football season in college or pro like the Texas are moving towards training camp? Was it, you know, some conditioning starting next week, whatnot. Uh, there, there's a lot of reason to believe that we can see a season. And there's a lot of reason to think like what's going to happen when your linebackers all get COVID if yeah. it happens. Right. Yeah. And we and, saw so many players already pull out by the way, in the NFL. Right. Um, I mean, it feels like half the Patriots are like, we're good. We don't want to play. Uh, we'll opt out and, you know, you judge us uh, however you may, but I'm with you. There's when you're in a bubble situation, like the NBA, MLS, uh, uh, what the dash went through similarly as well, the WNBA, they're in the wobble as they're calling it, which I want to ask you a question about the WNBA. Um, it, it works, right? It, it, as long as everyone respects the protocols and right. baseball, their argument is look at around the league. Every, nobody else has tested positive except for the Marlins, and they broke protocol, 
Like this is on them. This is on those players for breaking the protocol. And then on top of that, as a team, when they had positive cases, they said, hey, do you guys want to play? Is there who wants to play baseball? No, that's not the protocol. That was ridiculous. You got if you respect the protocol, th- things could work out. I said could because there's still a possibility something yeah. happens. I get that. But if you follow it, there's a really good chance that everything is going to work out because this protocol and what what the restart for all these leagues, you're as strong as your weakest link. And the Marlins were the weak link and Major League Baseball has now the Phillies, they're, they're like, hey, we have to shut it down. Like, we, we, we can't have people in here because we don't know what's happening. So it's all because of one week link. How many times a week do you think you have COVID? And I don't mean this as a joke. I'm just being like, I think all of us mm-hmm. probably had that little checks and balances. Like, yesterday I sniffled a little bit like, oh, here we go. You know, got a headache. Oh, man, here we go. Um, certain weeks are worse than others because now I'm like truly at home. And the only time I go out is if I need to get groceries. But other than that, I here's my schedule, okay? I go to the park or the middle school behind my house. I'm the only one there working out, and that's it. Uh, then I hang out with my neighbors. Of course, we're socially distanced on the driveway. I put out the chairs, by the way, okay? I make sure they are six feet apart, uh, and that's it. So, like, I, I, I don't run into too many people to fear that, oh, man, what if they have it or anything like that? So... It's been better of late, but a few weeks back, like I was going, I traveled during this and I had to get tested and all of that. And I, I was panicked. I was like, I think I have it, but uh, it's not, it's not as bad right now for me. Yeah. I, I think almost every day I was like, oh, did I shake that dude's hand? Gosh, dog it. Like, I, or, yeah. you know, like I, and I have become the elbow guy. Like it used to be oh, the fist sure. pound, like, here you go, bro. That's all you're going to get. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I, I, I asked that because I think this is the world we live in right now, right? Like regard, I know there's a, a school of thought that thinks this is all a conspiracy. And then there's a school of thought that says we're not doing enough. Here's my playbook. I think this playbook is probably yours just in case be super safe. You know, if, if, yeah. a, if a business says wear a mask, I'm going to wear a mask. No problem. It's that simple. Let me ask you about Dr. Fauci real quickly. So of course we yes, saw uh, so we saw him throw out the first pitch uh, when the Nationals opened up against the Yankees. The pitch went to the side. It did not look good. People had a field day with it. I had to remind people that, hey, guys, this is a 79-year-old man. Right. Okay. Like, what did you expect? Did you expect him to just throw 90 miles per hour down the middle for a strike? He's a 79-year-old scientist who's in the middle of a pandemic, right? Like, I don't think he's... I don't think he's going to gun one down 90, guys. So everyone, relax with your jokes, sports radio hosts. Like, go get a workout in, first of all, you, before you talk about other people. Is there Sorry. a particular sports radio host you're talking There's about? There's plenty. There's plenty. Sorry. Come on, give me some names. <laughs> no, let me... no. Come on. Let me know. I, no, they're forgetful. I, I don't have any names. But oh, I, I just wanted to throw trash. that out there. I, I know, but I like throwing subtle shade, okay? I don't, but see, Raheel, this, this is where this is not fair. You know for a fact, outside of pro athletes, there is not one AM radio host who's in the condition that you are, physical condition. Oh, Am I no right chance. about that? Yeah, there's no chance. I'm the... It, in yeah, Houston? No way. Maybe in the country? Non-professional athlete, right? Non-professional athlete, I would say... I mean, this is I'm, totally not science-based. We're just guessing here. No, if you... I mean, like, if we played a pickup basketball game or a flag football game with just sports radio hosts... I think I would be the best one in there. Non-professional athletes. And even with professional athletes, I don't know. Well, who knows? 
It depends I, how long they've been retired. Yeah, yeah, it just depends, you know, because I am also uh, back-to-back most valuable player in the Reliant Flag Football celebrity game, so I'm just throwing that out there. I've and always like, wanted yeah. to play that. I, what, what's, there's always a reason I don't do that with you. They've, they've, always I think, it's in the evening. You're always working. Yeah, and I think also one year it was I was in the middle of Ironman training, and I was like, I ain't pulling a hamstring for that. No. The, um, we did play one year, like, the actual media game, and we put up 60. I think we put up 60 points on the opposing team, remember? When it was me, Is that you, when I played with you? Yeah, me, you, Winston. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. That was we a long time. And they canceled the game. Yeah, they canceled the game afterwards because they're like, this isn't fair. Just <laughs> like Daryl canceled the media. I mean, mm-hmm. not that we're bragging or anything. We, no, we won I mean, the we media. we won those too. Uh, but my question is, do you have you ever thrown a first pitch out at any baseball game? Nah, man, I I, I decline. I've I've come up with ways like. <laughs> of course you do. It, yeah, because I mean, first off, I can throw a baseball beautifully. That pressure of parents and cell phones out there, like I remember a good friend of mine. I'm not gonna say his name, but his name was Carlos. He uh, there was a uh, a gallery furniture celebrity all star game, I believe, in like night. When was the, the the uh the strike 98 right yeah all the stars were at this game jim mack had them all come and somehow carlos who's a fantastic basketball player had to shoot the free throw like you know hey this guy like ice in his veins (laughs) now the way i remember it is an air ball the way he probably will tell you the story is that he sunk it but like i remember an air ball which surprised me because he's so like you're talking like that's just some major pressure, like to throw. And I'm talking about like Westview Little League has invited me to come throw the ba- like that. Man, if they get that on, like no, like it's not. Mm-hmm. So no, I have never done it. I know you've done batting practice with the Skeeters and stuff like that. Yeah, man, like I gotta, like I take my stuff real serious. I need to practice for six weeks before I commit to something like that. I uh, so I threw out a first pitch. Uh, I've thrown a couple of times at the Skeeters, and one time I purposely like I t- it was a radio bit. I was like, I'm gonna throw it really bad. I'm gonna th- like I just want to go viral. Like my whole thing was to go viral with it. But once you get out there, and then the people are looking at you, and your like competitive spirit kicks in a little bit. I was like, no, I can't. So I just gunned <laughs> one right down the middle. I I didn't care. Um, but it yeah, like it it's hard, man. And, but. Dr. Fauci had nobody watching. But Dude. then again, he's also a 79-year-old scientist. He's a scientist. Like, whatever. Yeah. Hey, um, I will give Eli. Eli's gotten the most uh, talk time today. I'll, let's close the show with this question. I'm no Rockets fan. Um, but real, realistically, how many years of championship window do the Rockets have? And to me, it is all dependent on your best player. Yep. So what is James now, 30? Mm-hmm. 30? Yeah. Sounds right. 30, 31. I'd say... James playing at an all-star MVP level like he has for the last five years. I say he's got at least another three years of that, maybe Mm -hmm. four. So I'd say their window, realistic championship window, goes to that. Because what happens next year if LeBron retires? Or like, you know, I'm just saying like the the league, nobody would have guessed that the Milwaukee Bucks two years ago would be the best team in the East, right? They've become two-year. So things change. But I think as long as your best player is one of the best players in the league, you always have a realistic uh, shot. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, Giannis and his rise. Um, Luca, who's in your division now, who looks like the next big thing in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, Zion's there too, by the way, and the way they've built the Pelicans up. So it, it all changes. It's all fluid. But you're right. You're still in the, the conversation for as long as James and potentially Russell Westbrook as well. Like as long as those guys are good, you're going to be in the conversation. Um, the WNBA, can I just give them a shout out, oh, yeah. man? 
they started their season on Saturday. I watched both of the nationally televised games on ESPN and ABC. Sabrina Ionescu had a huge game for the Liberty yesterday, 33 points in a losing effort. But uh, she's a, the, the number one pick. She trained with Kobe and Gianna, rest in peace. So there's a lot of hype behind her. So I just want to give them love for starting their season and and looking good. Like it was it was a fun product to watch. My daughter and I watched the, both games, so it was really cool. Giving them love because they just restarted too. I uh, I don't know. I don't mean this to piggyback on those thoughts, but while we're at it, can we get the Houston Dash a little love for winning the uh, MLS or excuse me, the NWSL Open Cup Championship? What a performance by the the local soccer team who has struggled the last few years. Hey, Frank Bullington, good to see you. Um, you know, props to them as well. Absolutely. And maybe maybe we get a dash on for our next show because we got to give them major love for winning a championship. Yep. So now we got the Astros. Counts. The Dynamo. Counts. Counts. Rockets. A lot of Comets. A lot. Like 25. Com- I don't know how many championships yeah, they won. Every single am, championship. Am I missing anybody? <laughs> Uh, that's it. There's no Texans championships. No, the no. AFC South though, Brian. No, it's not a championship. That's a division AFC title. South champs, Brian. Yes, but that's a division title. Nobody gets rings for that. No, but you get a flag. Okay, that's true. You do get the flag. You get a flag. You do get the flag. Okay. Um, you get a flag. Yeah. And I think sometimes we are ultra critical of success when it's in your own backyard. We're also ultra uh, critical of your faults as well. That's mm-hmm. my way of trying to play nice. All right. I think that's a good way to end it. Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you later, David. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks for watching.